Welcome to episode whatever this is of Dialogue Tree. My name is Ryan Smith, and of course, we just started this podcast. If you want to learn more, I suggest going to listen to episode zero. It's available wherever podcasts are, but just a quick a quick recap. It's so hot. That's the only thing I care about. I don't care about video games. I, I, that's the only thing I can think about. And if this episode... We're five seconds in. I already want to turn the AC on. Turn it back on then. Nah, man. I gotta... Gotta sweat it out. I gotta sweat it out. You gotta get I'm making ca- a point. That's right. Also, if things are sounding a little bit different in this episode, we did change our setup a little bit. We do just want to mention that. So if you're listening to this... If it does sound worse, sucks to suck. Yes. But if it, for some reason it sounds better and you actually are listening to this episode... Then we want to hear about it. And that means we did it correctly. And if, oh gosh, if we don't record this, I will be a very sad boy indeed. But today's episode is actually going to be about video game prices. If you do not know, who was it? It was 2K recently announced that uh, 2K21, their upcoming basketball title, is going to be $70 on the PlayStation 5 and Xbox 2. What is the Xbox 2X actual? Do we have a name for it yet? Did I forget That's its name? That's a good name? question. So like, they've been calling it the Xbox Scarlet. I like that no, name. Series X, I'm sorry. Series X, yeah. I that's swear right. I know about video games. <laughs> kind of yeah. But yeah, although that doesn't really sound like a, a name. No, not at all. It sounds like a code project or something. It's still, it sounds like the second code project that, that you call after your first code project name leaks. No, no, no. It's not called the Scarlet. It's called... It's called the Series X. Oh. It's so hot. I don't. I, I turn the AC on. I'll turn it on. It babe. took literally thirty seconds. <laughs> I was legitimately scared that this equipment just got fucked. He gets up and he just shakes the table, and I'm thinking we're fucked. Like this is gone. <laughs> Coronavirus. Oh God. <laughs> Okay. It's so hot. It says 74. There's no way. That's, what, I feel like that's bullshit. What's the target temp? Did you check like that? Like 40. That's what it should be. Oh, dear God. That's cold even for no, me. You ever in the, in, the, uh, in the car with the guy who he'll go, oh, it's, it's, it's hot. Turn it all the way up. Oh, it's cold. I swear I just want to grab the steering wheel and just push both into a ditch. I think I know exactly who you're talking about. There is someone specific that we know that does it, but I know multiple people. He's the first and only person I've ever met that does that. He's actually going to be on an episode of the podcast, so we can ring him about that if we remember. We're going to have to bring. Are we going to have to bring him a space heater or get him get him an electric blanket? I'm sure he'll be wearing a sweater. Probably, even if it's Uh, 95 degrees outside. I'm getting a call from my mother, so we'll be back to you right after this. And we're back. Sorry about that. That was actually my mother calling to tell me that it was my grandfather's birthday and I forgot because there's like two people's birthdays that I remember. You know, that's okay. I don't remember anybody's birthday and that's probably the only reason I still have Facebook is because it does send you Facebook birthday reminders. Facebook is cancer, but Facebook is not today's topic and neither is my grandfather's birthday. Although if you are listening, what's up? I don't think I've ever said that to my grandfather. He might actually slap me if I said that, for good reason. Yeah, yes, that, we'll just we'll just leave it at that. I could have I could have took it in a couple different directions, but I'm not going to. I don't I don't even, even want to. That's why I'm not addressing it. Okay, so 
We already said the topic. So the question on everyone's mind is, although I will, I will say that apparently there have been some companies that um, not everyone may do this, may increase the price to $70, but we know for a fact that at least some will, and we want to know, is this okay? Is this okay, Jordan? I, I personally think it's okay. It doesn't. And that's the end of the show. That's it. <laughs> all four minutes and 30 seconds of it. That's all she wrote, folks. I'm actually okay with it, mostly because I was reminded, you know, going through the internet and stuff, that back in the day, my parents paid 80 and $90 for some Nintendo games. Oh, yeah. That's, that, that wasn't even the most expensive games. Yeah, it, that's true. You know, especially just, I don't know, I, just, I guess just trying to look at how game prices have gone up and down over the years and kind of leveled out at the 60-ish They've range. been 60 for like 15 years, I want to say. Oh, I'd, I'd say that ballpark probably, yeah. Uh, for as long as I've been buying my own games, it's always like, all right, it's 60 bucks, and excuse me. I have a question. Okay. You're, the headset you're wearing, if you flipped it around, wouldn't it be better? Yes, but I'm one of those people that is adamant about wearing the left side of the headphone on the left side of my ear and the right side on my right side. So because you'd, have to, you'd have to move the mixer thing. That direction, okay. yeah. Yeah, but this says left and that says right, so that's how I assume that's how it's supposed to be worn. Uh, so yeah, that's just how it's doesn't gonna, bother you. It doesn't bother me. Yeah, it's it's actually kind of fine. We probably will have to end up getting a new table because this one is a little crammed. It's a little, a little crimmed. I'm just glad that we're not literally using a nightstand anymore. Yes, that. Uh, wow, how how far we have come. That is last week. Y- yes. <laughs> so yeah, just kind of looking at how the price kind of leveled out at like sixty bucks. Is I, I remember. This is back on your uh, video games used to cost more than they do now. I remember buying, I'm sure I didn't buy it because I was very young, getting Pokemon Yellow. I want to say I got it at like JCPenney or Sears. And it was, I want to say it was 80 bucks plus. Yeah, I I want to say, yeah. Because I remember getting Pokemon Yellow. I distinctively remember getting, I went to Circuit City, which is now a frozen yogurt place but anyway that's i was thinking it about is th- holy crap it is yeah i was thinking about that today wait no because that place moved it, it's not it's still it actually it was a frozen custard custard place. place and that place moved but then it became another frozen custard place and now they're selling frozen custard out, out of, of a van out, out of a trailer like an airstream kind of a thing um but yeah i got pokemon fire red oh, okay it originally costs Six hundred and ninety-nine dollars. Now, <laughs> it brought up like eBay prices. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that eBay scalp price for them collectors. Uh, but I distinctly remember paying sixty bucks for Pokemon Fire Red, and then also, you know, obviously games like Kingdom Hearts and just some of the other games I've bought over the years, being you know sixty bucks, and that being the big price. Uh, it got it became sixty bucks. See, I don't think Kingdom Hearts, the original Kingdom Hearts, was $60. Because I don't think the games went to $60 until later. Let me look that up, because I am curious. But either way, that doesn't really change the fact that games have gone down significantly in in price. In fact, if you keep up with inflation, games are actually cheaper than they were 
when they first went to $60 and putting it up to $70, which would hopefully, I hope it doesn't go any further than that, although I wouldn't be too surprised if it did go higher. Let me know if you find any information. By the way, I, uh, if you increase it to 70 it does kind of keep with inflation and keep it around what 60 would have been back then. Yeah, that's definitely true. Um, it's one of those things where you kind of look back and you think, you know, like you said, inflation, how much the money is actually worth, what that actually is going to be. And you kind of think, you know, is it, was it just 80 and $90 for Nintendo because it was the 90s and it was booming and people had lots of money? No. So, yeah. one of the main reasons, well, Nintendo also just charges whatever they want for games. And but they've learned that they can do that. One of the main reasons that games have gone down in price, at least since the 90s, is because cartridges were replaced with discs. If you don't know, discs are actually... actually way cheaper to print and distribute than cartridges. That is definitely true. Man, it was insane when they went from... It was really cool going from disc to cartridges, too, but it also came you up mean with... cartridges to discs? Yes, I said it backwards. I mean, we did go back to cartridges with the Switch because good old Nintendo gotta have that cartridge. They do love their damn cartridges. Uh, I'm still not finding everything that I was looking for. I did find... The launch prices for video game consoles, which is actually kind of interesting. I'll probably go back and read up on this. The I remember the GameCube was my first, the first console that I bought. Me and my siblings actually like pulled our money together because it was so cheap. Yeah, 200 bucks, man. Released November 18th, 2001. One. Yeah, the PS2 starting price in October 26th of 2000, uh, $300. I was going to say it helped with the, uh, the burn of 9-11 a little bit. <laughs> that the GameCube came Thousands out. Thousands of people died, but I got this cute little purple box that plays Zelda. You know, it didn't it didn't whisk all your worries away about you know about two towers getting exploded. Um, I opened up the other document. And people thought that the Lord of the Rings movie was about something else. Oh, and that thing, oh my God, that that deep meaning. Tolkien's a freaking genius. No, 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 is a vampire. <laughs> Notre Damas. There you go. Um, what are you talking about? Oh, yeah, prices. I, oh, yeah, back to, I thought it was cool going from cartridges to disc, and then I learned quickly that you can scratch the fuck out of disc, and then it just doesn't work. I'm surprised you remember how you felt, because you're younger than I was, and I definitely don't remember. Yeah, it was you're younger of- now than I was back then. <laughs> oh, I'm 70. No. <laughs> But I definitely don't remember. Oh, man, this is cool. I might have thought that, but I don't remember it. Well, I thought it was cool just because it was just, I don't don't know. The disc is shiny. It looks cool. There's bigger artwork on the box and stuff. But then you scratch that disc, and you're thinking, why isn't this working? And then you got to figure out, you know, you take it to the guy at GameStop because they used to fix disc. I guess they still do. Who knows? I haven't gone to GameStop in a while. I remember they, yeah, everyone, they tried to say all this crap. They, or you could... Look on it line, and it would tell you to like rub uh, toothpaste, toothpaste, like whitening toothpaste or mayonnaise or whatever. My mom did try the mayonnaise trick, and it worked. It probably just cleaned the disc. Yes, with the, that, yeah, with, that's with the water that you that you use to scrub <laughs> the mayonnaise off. That's pretty much what ended up happening, and uh, yeah, but it's it's really cool to see. I guess kind of live through all these generations of games, and how games have gone. I don't know if I'd be able to handle it financially though, if games even thought about going to the $80 mark. Uh, 
that was a. <laughs> I was trying to go, eh, but I, I I made another sound. Yeah, that's uh, that's something, all right. That was a, that was a sound. Now, now I hope my grandfather's not listening to this. <laughs> yeah, you'd get a real weird text message. From Eighty me. would be. I would definitely, and a lot of people wouldn't be able to buy as many games. One of the things I brought up was if you cut 70 in half, that you, that would be $35. But if you cut uh, 80 in half, that's 40 And that seems like it's not that big of a difference, but it kind of is. See, my thing is, you know, 70 going from $60 to $70 isn't that big of a price jump. And I feel that people as a whole, speaking for the common folk here that you can pull together 10 extra dollars a month or every couple months or whatever to pay for that. Just new don't game. eat a decent meal. Yeah, exactly. You know, or, you know, wh- whatever, whatever it is, whatever you spend that $10 on, whether it be, you know, I don't know what people spend their money on, whatever it is, extra shoelaces, a pair of Nike Actually, socks. Those aren't that expensive. True. I don't, I don't know. Who knows? What, whatever you're buying, jelly beans, shoes, laces. I don't, I don't know. Those are the only two things I could think of currently. Uh, you know, you could pull your money together and you could get ten extra dollars a month or every quarter or whatever to buy games. Seventy dollars or eighty dollars—that is an increase by a full third. Yeah, when you're sitting there thinking about it, you know, if you're planning out your games, because this isn't even calculating tax in. I always forget about tax. Excuse me, when it comes to buying games, especially online, because it's it's still kind of new, even though it feels like it's been around forever where Steam and Amazon and Nintendo Store and digital marketplaces charge you tax based on where you, at least in our state, uh, based on where you live, they charge you X amount of tax on whatever it is. So a $60 game isn't actually $60. It's whatever the tax is on top of that. So, you know, if you're going to, if for some god-awful reason it went to $80, it'd be, you know, you'd have to start budgeting for the $80 price tag and calculate for tax, which could really screw all, screw up people's like budgeting financial system architecture for the whole structure. I don't know. It felt felt right in the sentence. It might not be grammatically correct. It wasn't. Well, that's okay. I, I can't. And it's one of those things where people might you know start the year out and be like, all right, I have this much money a year to spend on games. I mean, that's at least that's how I kind of do it. I kind of ballpark. You know, this is how much I want to spend this year. I've never games. thought about that once. Yeah, I, yeah, it's a different thing. But uh, I feel like 60, 60 to 70 is an okay jump. My biggest thing is I I think of games like this, I want it to feel like it's worth that amount of money. To me, If not that... I've never understood what that meant, though. No one's ever been able to explain that properly to me. So I don't have a big elaborate explanation what I'm, what I personally mean by that is, say if, okay, I'm gonna use like Soccer Wars for an example. That was sixty bucks. Of all the games, the I, I know, I know that that wasn't like a triple A game or anything, but I felt that I got sixty dollars worth of entertainment out of that, and I kind of equate that to, like, the same thing as other entertainment. You know, paying for a Netflix subscription, buying a movie ticket, kind of something like that, where you paying for a service did you get that amount of money's worth of entertainment and enjoyment out of it? I don't have like a criteria. I understand. A lot of people say that. I just, yeah. I've, I myself, 
I have always felt like if I enjoyed the game, then I, that I got what I paid for. Yeah, I could, I could definitely see that. There's also the other side of the hat of, or coin, better said. The other side of the hat? I mean, there's a top and a bottom to a hat. Uh, but Fair enough. There's the people that say, well, I don't feel that this is a $60 game, or this is a X don't buy it, price. Exactly. Well, they, they say this after they've bought the game and played it. it sucks to suck. Exactly. Read reviews. Uh, I mean, I can don't do buy a game before you read reviews of it. Yes, please listen to me. I've bought many, many games, and don't do it. Don't do it. It's a bad idea. Uh, so I, I honestly feel that it's, it's fine going from sixty to seventy. I feel that if some pretentious a holes kind of slip in there and they're like, "Hey, man, this is a triple A game and it's eighty bucks." I don't like, think that makes it pretentious. I mean, we can go back to some of the reasons why. They are, um, they're increasing in price. And one of the reasons, another reason, not uh, besides just inflation and everything, is video game, the production has gone up in price dramatically. I definitely, I definitely agree with that. I mean, just. Well, it's not even something to really agree with. It's just a fact. That's, that's true, too. Well, I say I agree with it because you can see it. I mean, you can see it in a game that's, even for this gen, like Ghost of Tsushima, you can see it in the work they're putting into Cyberpunk. Oh my gosh, Cyberpunk has been in development for, I think, the better part of a decade. That game, I I don't know any information, but I would bet that that game cost hundreds of millions of dollars to produce and develop and market, et cetera, et cetera. It doesn't matter to me how much it costs, but I would, once once the game does come out, I would like to know the budget for it. I would be very... I doubt they released that. Probably not. They probably it would probably not be public knowledge, but I would be very interested to know at least a ballpark of what it is. I want to say um, that Grand Theft Auto Five cost like 150 plus million to make. I'm not sure though, and that's a PS3 game. And then recently, I think it was Mark Cerny who used to work at Sony until recently said something about you know how video games are commonly becoming 100, 150 million plus. So we have like, you know, irrefutable proof that video game production has gone through the roof and people, they need to recoup the money. Yeah, that's definitely true. Uh, just kind to uh, kind of give you all a ballpark of uh, prices. The development cost for, this is from Wikipedia, you know, Gotta gotta cite the source. Grand Theft Auto Five, which cite the source. Which, I think Wikipedia cited the source. Yeah, uh, Grand Theft Auto Five, which came out in 2013. For the those of you that don't know that, it cost 137 <clears throat> million dollars to, okay. to develop. Uh, in relation to that, Halo Two cost 40 million. Halo Two only cost 40 million. Destiny, the original Destiny, or well, I guess the only Destiny. There's two Destinies. There's literally two Destinies. That's tr- Destiny, just the original 2014 game by Bungie, 140 million. Wow, that went up. Uh, Wait, no, it didn't. Never mind. I was just, I was still thinking of Halo. Uh, then you got The Witcher Wild Hunt, only cost 46 million. The Witcher Three only cost 46 million. Yeah, let me scroll back to that it. That is that's incredible. Yeah, The Witcher 3 Wild Hunt 2015 46 million dollars. But one of the big things that they you don't have to take in consideration for that game. I wonder how much uh, both Destiny and GTA 5 both have a big 
multiplayer component. Yes. So looking at the Destiny, uh, you know, total inflation cost, because they do have that, the total inflation cost with 2020, it would cost them $151 million if they were to make Destiny today. Uh, in relation to that, with The Witcher, it would cost them $86 million to, oh, wow. to do The Witcher today. And then just one more to throw out there, Half-Life 2 would cost... Well, costed forty million dollars in two thousand and four. It would only cost fifty four million dollars to make today. So yeah, this just proves that games, you know, inflation and uh, game prices. This all is a big effect on just the video game economy in general. Uh, and one thing people say is one, one more to throw in there that just blows my damn mind: Call of Duty Modern Warfare Two from two thousand and nine, when they you know development cost in two thousand nine. $50 million. Today's cost, $298 million. What? Yeah, apparently, you know, with inflation. It doesn't add up. I mean, does it? Apparently, the total cost for that game was $250 million oh, total. Okay. That includes development, marketing, and whatever else they did. Yeah, they had a so, massive marketing cost of it. So, yeah, uh, this is actually really interesting. I'm, I might look into this. some of this... Uh, more later. As you can see, games may be more expensive than you uh, than you expected, and you. All, but you might be saying these games, many of these games make, especially these big games we spoke of, make their money back and more. You know, these games. Some people even say that these people make too much money. But well, if, if they they use this extra money they make to make new experiences, to hire people, to give people raises, you know, they, they don't just pocket all all this money that they make and. They deserve to pocket it, it, some of it, because they made the game. Oh, yeah, definitely. That's for sure. Even the people who marketed, <laughs> literally marketed it, and the people who hired the, the creatives, they still had the foresight of who to hire. They had they put their money on the line to make the game. It's not just the, you know, the creatives that are involved that yeah. make all the decisions. One interesting thing, I kind of just to sprinkle some stuff on top of this, go to YouTube and watch the documentary for God of War that I feel like that gives some really good insight <clears throat> into behind the scenes of video game making and kind of what into what went into making that game. And so it's really interesting to see Is that GameStop GameSpot. I'm sorry. I, yeah. I, I believe that's who did it. And it's, it's like an hour and some change, but it's a really good watch and they definitely taught me some things that I didn't ever consider. And it made me appreciate that game way more than I did before. And I, thought it was a masterpiece so it was a real good watch but let's go back to the uh the games that are online the online games and services some people will argue that because these games have microtransactions they either shouldn't go up in cost or maybe they shouldn't be even be free see i think that i'm okay with a good game having a price tag if it's a bad game on release i feel that one, they shouldn't release it at all. No, know? they should. They should do the best they can to yeah you know, they, I, delay the game until you have a good game. Exactly. I don't want a broken game. Then again, don't buy a broken game, and it's really, really easy to avoid this if you just don't buy the game as soon as that the buy it now tab comes up. That's that is very true. Um, but you were what? What was your question again? Yeah. Um, what do you think about people saying? That games that have microtransactions, 
they shouldn't go up in price, so they should be cheaper or free. So I think that d- depending on the game, if the if the microtransaction is purely cosmetic or, you know, like you get a different loading screen or you get some different background music. Yeah, or, yeah anything that you're speaking of non-free to, non-pay-to-win mechanics. Yes, exactly. And if it's the, if it's that, you know, you get you it's for people that appreciate the game and appreciate the work the developers put in. They want to give them some extra money? Sure. Go ahead cuz it's not like all these people have Patreons and different stuff like that. Uh, very recent. Can you imagine if 2K had a Patreon? Yes. People would assassinate the president of that company. Oh yeah. I'm going to make money. Yeah, it's insane. I the what made me bring that topic up was getting money in, at least in the anime community. I can't really speak a whole lot to this. I just thought it was interesting because Trigger. Are you in the anime community? <laughs> no, kind of. Uh I was Dragon Ball. (laughs) Trigger, the studio, has a Patreon where, and they, I don't really know exactly everything they have on there, but they do have different tiers, and I think it's behind-the-scenes work and just different, maybe, concept arts and different stuff like that. But they do have a Patreon that's officially, like, theirs. Huh, I think you've showed me this, actually. Yeah, and I thought it was very... I'm worried that you know that they have a Patreon, but go on. I mean, I don't support them. I want to. Uh, maybe, you know, when more disposable income. But you yeah. can support them by not stealing their content. I don't steal Trigger's content. I have a code. <laughs> only only Funimation. <laughs> only Funimation. No. Uh, yeah, but I thought it was really interesting that they have a Patreon and that they... You know, they actually put stuff out on it, like monthly. I, I kind of think that a lot of people will go to the uh, what's the name of the company? Playtonic. They're the people who make the uh, ukulele games, and I think that that is kind of the same thing. And I, I do think that there are a couple Patreons. I think it's okay, and people wouldn't be so hard on it if it was a small indie studio, but if it was a Blizzard or a Two K or even like an insomniac, people would lose their minds, and I would understand. Although I sure, I'm sure that they would take it too far and threaten to kill people. Yeah, I definitely, I definitely get where both sides would come from. I do see why they develop, why a company would want to do that because putting just like a donate or support us tab or button on their website wouldn't go. I feel like a Patreon is a better way to do it than just be like, "Hey, PayPal us or Bitcoin us money." Right. Just for nothing. I mean, streamers do it, well, but yeah, they are also that, providing you content for free. That's different, too. You know, streamers are, they're like content creators, and it's like a Yeah, and they're not being paid directly by, their product is inherently free. Their product is. So they is, have to rely on the kindness of their audience to obtain their money. And in a way, they're, the product is themselves. Like, yeah, they're, they're yes. marketing themselves, and so it's different. It's Which is very difficult. Yes, and also, and I get streamers and content creators have teams. Podcasters. <laughs> to pay and such, and they kind of divvy out their money that way. But it, that's that's a whole different ballgame than a Fortune 500 huge mega corporation that makes tons and tons of games and rakes in tons and tons of money, especially like 2K. I mean, people, people get mad like we've been talking about, about microtransactions. So they would, they definitely would not like it if they had a Patreon or a Kickstarter. No, and I'm fine something. with going back around to DLC. I'm fine with DLC. I enjoy DLC. It really depends on the game. 
if I will actually dive into it. Like, I loved Horizon Zero Dawn. I still have yet to play the DLC. Yeah, I'm surprised you uh, you haven't played Frozen Wilds yet. Yeah, I, it's one of those things that I just never... It got put on the back burner, and I haven't jumped back in it. But I'm hyped as hell for... What's uh, the next one? Forbidden West? Forbidden West, yeah. Uh, it's one of those things where... I guess the best example is... Don't do... Companies shouldn't do anything that EA is doing. As okay. far as DLC and microtransactions go. I shouldn't have to... And this kind of goes back to... Uh, go ahead. See, the word you use there is a word a lot of people use, and it's have to. You don't have to. True. You don't... That is true. That is true. And discussing this and kind of doing some research on this has made me kind of change my thoughts on it. Because back when I was playing Destiny 1... I'm going to get back to the EA thing. But back when I was playing Destiny 1, there was content in the game and you could see that it was already developed and there you just couldn't get to it in the game. Okay. So we can have a discussion here. Yes. Who cares? Yes. Looking back, like I see the error of my ways and how I was acting was childish and stupid. See, a lot, see that doesn't also, that doesn't really happen anymore. And I can understand if you thought about it for literally five seconds, why you might be mad. But what's the difference if they developed that content to not... They took extra time to develop the content, and if they did that knowing that they were going to sell it separately... I'm sure they were... All these companies, a lot of them, have plans for DLC soon after the game comes out. And if they're developing, if they have... Some of them probably even have a separate team developing that DLC. Why does it matter that it was in the game? Because... Maybe they just developed it at the same time in the engine and it just happened to be in the game. See, and I, I agree with that. I haven't done in-depth research to that. I would love to hear a compelling argument as to why that's that yes. bad. Uh, I, I have not done in-depth research to that Destiny DLC specifically, but I do know there's a couple things where it was, you know, there were things that, people felt should have been in the game already. Well, the game was broken. That's no, yeah. I, I won't deny that the game. It didn't have very much content and it was, it was kind of a little buggy. And, and, and I think that's where people were mad about. Now, granted, I jumped in around, I think season, I, the second DLC is when I jumped into destiny one. And, you know, I was a little coming from someone that just really didn't play a lot of video games that had tons and tons of DLC. I was like, okay, cool, two DLCs, and then it was like, wait, there's two more that are coming out, and the price tag, I forgot the price tag of them. They were full, like, were they like 30 plus dollars? 30 or 40 bucks, and I was thinking, okay, 40 bucks for each of these, I'm like, that's a lot of money. That's it like is, a, it definitely is. And I think that's the biggest thing that got me hung up, but did I enjoy all the content from all four of the DLCs? Hell yeah, it was awesome. Now granted, it added in some stuff to the game. At the time, yeah, Destiny 1 was broken, but they did fix it, and they're doing a superb job with Destiny 2, in my opinion. But It's it, not perfect, but it's, it's, it's way not, better than Destiny 1 was. That is true. It is way better. Um, but I think it just comes to the point of, if DLC is done right, I personally won't get mad, but again... People are always going to get mad. That's, yeah, that's what I was going to say. You cannot please everybody. It's just like with the, with the Pokemon contra quote-unquote controversies with the they took out the the whatever the polka exit or whatever they called it dexit i think they called it dexit 
And then people got mad because they were releasing DLC. And they're like, oh, man, I have to pay for new for uh, for more Pokemon. No, you don't. They didn't even bother to look into the fact that you don't actually have to buy the DLC to get the new Pokemon. They just yelled and screamed because that's what they want to do. And they let their, their rage blind them. And people even got mad that there was paid DLC. Would you, wouldn't you rather have to pay 30 bucks for, for two big DLC drops instead of having to buy the game again, play through 30, 40, 50 plus hours of a game just to get to the post-game content? Or with that example specifically, just do the in-game stuff over and over and over until it becomes mundane and then just get bored and have to go back and play something else Pokemon and just kind of have a void of no Pokemon until they decide to release a new game. Like, I'm fine with this Pokemon DLC. I I do not... I don't got a leg to stand on when it comes to understanding why people are mad about it. I think I think DLC has gotten better and better every year. Ever, ever since the horse armor debacle years ago and even sooner than uh, sooner than that, that seems like more recent than that, the stuff with EA making the Star Wars games pay to win. We got... Horizon, the Horizon DLC is supposed to be excellent. The Witcher 3 DLC, the Pokemon DLC. We got, uh, oh my gosh, that's not, that's not really a DLC. Some of the Spider-Man DLC was supposed to be excellent. More, there's more and more DLC that's coming out, and it might be more expensive, but you're paying for more and better content. Also, my thing is, I almost jump at buying DLC sometimes. The Bloodborne DLC is amazing. Yeah, I almost jump at buying DLC because if I really love what the studio is doing, that's the easiest way for me to go, hey, I appreciate what you're doing. Please keep making content. At the end of the day, even though I might not agree with you if you think DLC is gross, or you think which I don't understand at all, or if you think microtransactions are gross, which I don't understand really, but I understand more than DLC, you just don't buy it. That's You don't have to get mad and upset. The best way to change these companies' mind is to not buy it. And, and also, I will say that these things, the microtransactions and the DLC, if, even if you wanted those to make sure the game's prices got lowered, all of those, you have to pay people to make the assets, pay people to to design whatever it is you're doing, to write a story if it's DLC. So that those DLCs shouldn't be free, and they sh- and they don't cover the cost, like I said, of the original product. Um, I do want to talk about Battle Passes for just a second, because I think that Battle Passes are one of the best things to happen as far as microtransactions and loot boxes, maybe ever. I definitely like Battle Passes way more than loot boxes. I know some battle passes give you loot boxes, like in Apex. Yes, they do. Um, and some battle passes aren't good yet, but you know that's for new games and stuff like that. Like comparing the Apex battle pass to the Hyperscape battle pass, the Apex one's way better. But also, Apex has been out a year, and Hyperscape is brand new. It's not even out yet, is it? Isn't no, it still in beta? I, yeah, it's still in beta. But just kind of comparing the two of you know, hey, one is way better than the other. Uh, it really comes down to, are the rewards, on? is there a free side? And is there, or is there just a paid side? I like the, I don't even mind that there being only a paid side. I would obviously rather there be a free side. If you don't have the money to buy it, it is a nice uh, way to work towards something, to get things that you want, to feel accomplished. 
you know, to have something to grind for. But if you do have the money, it's a way to, I think that's a great way to get the developers a little extra money and get some really high quality, hopefully, skins or packs of cards or whatever, you know, what have you. Yeah, I definitely agree. With... About, I've been thinking about buying, um, Runeterra has just come out with, uh, which is Riot's new card game, if you don't know, has recently come out with a Battle Pass-esque system, and I've been, I think, I think it actually came out the day we're recording this, and I've been thinking about uh, purchasing it since it came out, because it's got some really good stuff in there, and I play the game a lot, I haven't given them that much money, and uh, it has some good stuff, I just said that, yeah. it has some good uh, stuff in there. Okay, yeah, that's what it was, I didn't, I haven't... You know, obviously, I didn't look at the Runeterra news today, but it's good to know that they have a battle pass and then I can give them a little bit more money because there's nothing wrong with that, and it's a damn good game. I will say that there are maybe some games that it's their right to, and I, I think that maybe some people don't believe it's their right to, to charge whatever they want, but that doesn't mean the skins might not be too expensive. I think that Apex's skins are too expensive, but I, what I really think that is insane is Valorant, Riot's FPS. Their skins are insane. They just released a really cool dragon skin for their guns. And I think for all the skins, it's almost $100. What? Yep. It yep. comes with like, it comes with a decent amount of skins. Um, but it's, I think it's almost $100. So kind of comparing that to Apex's new bundle thing they're doing, I don't know if it, they're just doing something special for the tail end of season five, whatever they're in. They had this Loba bundle. I didn't buy it. But it was equivalent to pretty much 50 bucks, And you didn't even get... It was... You get, like, I think seven packs, a Loba skin, which was a rare, not a legendary. Oh, wow. And, like, a gun skin that was... A good skin? Like, a gun skin. but yep. it, And it wasn't legendary, but it was something you could just get with bits or whatever the currency bits? is. You could get it with the currency, yeah, and the game, yeah whatever they're called, uh, materials. And I was just thinking, I hope to God no one's actually spent fifty bucks on this. Somebody definitely did because it was it was like four thousand or five thousand Apex coins. Oof. And I was thinking, it's oh. like basically ten dollars for ten thousand point coins. Yeah, yeah, essentially. And I was thinking, damn, that's a lot of money. And uh, just you know, always looking at the cosmetics for stuff. As long as it's not pay to win, I'm for it. You know, I love cosmetics and stuff. I think a lot of people do. They just, I don't know. There's also a, always, you have to consider the silent, uh, no, well, the silent majority and the vocal minority. True. Uh, this makes me think in, uh, you know, because mobile games are video games, and I still am playing that blasted Seven Deadly Sins Grand Cross mobile game. There are so many good mobile games, and you I, buy and you play. I know. Something, I, sometimes it gets, your, you know, it's hooks in you, and you got to yeah. chase Puff the Magic Dragon. Dude, yeah, and let me tell you, that game is pay to win. Is it? Holy shit, yes. It is. Like, I don't even spend money on the game, and I can are and I've been playing it since day one, and I can, and I've already like fell behind, and I play probably. How did you fall behind as much as you play that game? Dude, yeah, it's insane. Although but, I will say, you don't play it as much as you used to. I, Every I'm time just, I used to get on Discord, you would just be on there. You'd be using like your. Mo- your PC's mobile game emulator, basically. Yeah. To play the game on PC. Yeah, it's. I'm really just getting burnt out because it's becoming. You got to put so many resources in to maxing out every single character that it's just not worth it. 
and now you know they do have their own battle pass and stuff and you know obviously it's a gotcha game so there are loot boxes essentially where you're like all right you can spend real money to get pulls to you know do this and that and they have the attack on titan collab going on right now and you, it's, pay, you can't like guarantee more better pulls if you buy a certain amount. no okay but no, i guess the more you the, the more you pay, the more packs you get, kind of like a card game. Yeah, because, you know, each... yeah Card games definitely aren't pay to win. Yeah, and it, it feels... Sometimes you just get shafted, and that does make me think of, you know, it is... it Sometimes <laughs> games and microtransactions can get into the realm of just... You put too much money of it. You spend too much money into it. You just get lost in the sauce so to speak, the grind of just getting the next thing, getting the next skin, doing that, especially if it's pay to win and you're, you're trying to be like the good, good at it. You're trying to be top of the pack of a game and you just get lost in it sometimes. Um, but I don't know. I think it's a good thing that some games have battle passes, but some of the battle passes are kind of left field for some games. Some games I wouldn't think would have a battle pass, have <laughs> battle passes nowadays. There's been some single-player games, I think, a couple that had battle passes, which is really weird. Yeah, I feel like battle passes have to, not have to be, but usually are for multiplayer games, or, you know, th- things where you can kind of flex on your friends, of like, yo, man, I got this legendary skin, or, you know, I got this cool thing, or whatever. Yeah, that's, that is one thing I don't, I don't really like battle passes, or... Not DLC, but microtransactions in single-player games. You could, I think it was, it might have been Shadows of Mordor or something, one of the uh, recent Lord of the Rings games that had, you could basically pay to get through the game quicker. (laughs) That's that's silly. I mean, I get why people would do it, because for some reason there is a a culture of, alright, the new game just came out, I need to blaze through it as fast as I can so that I can play the next thing. There is that group of people that are just... But I don't know if that's... There's def, there definitely is that group of people. But, one, I don't think that group of people... Who, who are they? Because... Yeah, because they're the not... people that we were talking about earlier, people want to expect... Or people... We didn't talk about this, actually. We're not talking about... People expect a massive game. They want their uh, bang for the buck. I guess we did talk about this for a little bit. So why would they want to zoom through the game... And I don't. I don't think mainstream audiences are doing that, and I don't think hardcore gamers are doing that. Gamers, quote unquote, because they want to enjoy the game. So I don't know who it's for. I, I feel like it's its own category that aren't speedrunners, that aren't completionists, that just want to be in their small little universes or small little friend groups of being like, "Oh, Ghost Tsushima just came out today, and I'm already like halfway through it." That's how I imagine they talk. Well, if you get through half of Ghost of Tsushima on launch day, is it Tsushima or Tsushima? Wait, no. Tsushima or Tsushima? Ghost of Tsushima. I think you said it right. Tsushima? I think you're saying it right. I think you're saying it. Tsushima. Tsushima. That. Tsushima. The the middle one. Sushi. Yes. Teriyaki. Forget what I was talking about. Oh. Man. You maybe have a, have a right to to uh, to talk like that. You're probably it's probably permanent. They can't change it. Yeah, I probably can't. You know, not at all. Damn, that would suck. What are you looking at your phone for? I I got the notes pulled up on there. Oh, uh, well, where? 
I think we're almost done with the notes, honestly. Um, well, you know, I didn't, want, I didn't want to completely fall off the wagon. I got to have some sense of... We fell off the wagon a long time ago when I flipped the table. Uh, you know, I, I got to gotta have blinders on somehow sometimes. I can't jump too far off the wagon with my thoughts. Something, something that also comes up that I think about sometimes is the popularity of uh, digital games. And since they don't have to print the discs or the box or the the box art, you know, maybe that can make the games go down in price. But honestly, I think that that would be negligible. Yeah, because there are still people that love collecting boxes. Some people don't have the internet capacity to download a Red Dead Redemption 2. Are you talking about just... I'm talking about could digital games, the, the prices of digital games go down. Because they don't cost as much technically to make. Oh yeah, I could definitely see that. See, I don't. I can't. I don't. I don't think they will. I, I'm not talking about like a whole ten dollars. I'm thinking maybe five. Three. No, because they might as well charge seventy if they're going to charge sixty-five. Okay, good point. Good point. All right, that's a fair argument. And uh, I, I don't even know if it costs five dollars for a box if you're making as many as as Sony as would, millions. Yes, yeah, as, as many as the actual people would. That's true. Same thing with the cover art and stuff they're printing it out by the palette or however if, they, if you, they i'm sure they get a uh a discount. a discount for buying so many oh yeah or they have their own printing companies or whatever they have you know i'm sure they some people might even source it themselves so microsoft bought exxon oh. exxon no <laughs> xerox xerox there we go uh yeah <laughs> who knows they definitely i'm sure they definitely have ways to save money as far as that goes um but you know what? You could have some wishful thinking that if they went completely digital, that you know it might be saving a little bit of money. But granted, just at least going to the next generation, there's no way in hell that digital PS5 owners are gonna be charged less than. I doubt it. No, I really doubt it. There, there would be an uproar. There yeah, would, yeah, I could see that. There as would well. be fights I mean, because the PS5 digital edition is already going to be cheaper. Yeah, and so if people now that makes sense because a disc drive costs like fifty plus bucks, yes. bucks to to create. Yes, to put in the machine, et cetera, all that. Uh, but if you start throwing people, you know, all oh, your digital only PS5, you get you know X amount of money. Well, I am better because I have the better console. <laughs> it it does look sleeker. You know, in my opinion. Yeah, it definitely looks... I, I do think the digital edition definitely looks better. One thing that I would like to see, though, is games not just being one price. I would love to see not just indie games, but like some AA games at $40, $50, $35, along with the $60, $70, maybe even $80 games. Because it definitely feels like one of those things that, you know, I'm sure they didn't all get in a room together and say 60 bucks. No, they definitely didn't do that. <laughs> it's just like when Apple recently took out the charger from their box, which was which is kind of insane. But it gave permission because as soon as they did that, a few days afterwards, Samsung said that they were doing essentially the same thing. And when 2K came out, it's going to give people, other companies, permission to up their prices. Especially with how, if you know they get to see pre-order numbers or even like launch day sales of 2K, seeing how many copies they sell at 70 they can oh they're gonna sell so many copies of nba 2k 21 yeah oh yeah most definitely and they're also gonna make a bunch of money off their microtransactions because that's a big microtransaction uh game dude it's insane how much money i i know somebody that spends on that game and i get it you know it's cosmetics but is it cosmetics i think so 
I have no that's, idea. I've never spent a, a dime on sports games, microtransactions. Well, all I know is from one of the other games that they were playing, apparently there are packs. And there you were packs, could, yeah. It's kind of like FIFA Ultimate Team. But I know FIFA Ultimate has gotten a lot of crap because their Ultimate Team, I believe, is like buying packs of cards and you put, you can pull players and you can use those players to play with. Yeah, it's something like that. Uh, I, I, I don't know. The funniest thing for me to <laughs> when I watch people play sports games is they yell at the character like it's not do they're not doing what they want and I'm always saying you're controlling the character so why are you yelling at him well they're insinuating that the game isn't designed in a way that make that the game didn't let them play the way they wanted to and some sometimes it's like that yeah definitely it'd be like that sometimes I can't really relate but I will take your word for it sports gamer Oh, yeah, that's what they called me, baby. I think the last Madden I bought was 09, because it had Brett Favre on the cover. And Brett Favre is my boy. You have told me a lot of nice stories about him. I have an autographed football. I've heard he's a very good player. It was Larry Bird that he signed the football. Larry Bird and Patrick Swayze signed a football together? Patrick Swayze? What? Sorry, Brett Favre? That's who it is, right? Is that an accident? Kind of. I, I was making a joke, but it's not funny. It wasn't funny to begin with, and now it's awful. Yeah, oh, welcome. my gosh. You're I think You're I, welcome. Listen, I think, I think this is the end of it. Um, I do want to ask you something real quick. I meant to ask you this at the top, and I'll be honest, I completely forgot. So, on the last episode of Dialogue Tree, I didn't forget the name, uh, we did an Animal Crossing episode, and... Uh, Part of the reason that we did that was because I wanted to convince Jordan that he would like the franchise and that he would particularly like the new one, along with the listeners who uh, tune in. Maybe I could consider, or consider? Convince. Convince. There we go. That's not the same word at all. A few people to purchase the game. Not sponsored by Animal Crossing, although give me that money, Nintendo. The game's been out for forever, so I, I don't think I convinced many people. But what I do want to know is, did I convince Jordan? So the game's only been out three months and days. I keep track of that because I am curious about how much content I've missed. Uh, by the context of that sentence, this is me playing with headphones under the table. Don't worry okay, about that. Okay, I didn't that. know what that was. It's my knees. They make that noise. Uh, so <laughs> if you figure it out... Sometimes when I move my elbows, they make a noise like a bag of chips. Whoa. But it's... <laughs> Like a full bag of chips? Like a bag of chips crunching a little bit. Okay. Okay. It's not very loud. It only happens sometimes. It doesn't hurt. Well, that's good. (laughs) As long as there's no pain. So I did pick up Animal Crossing. You didn't or you did? I did. I know the answer to this. I don't know why I'm asking. I gave Nintendo money for Animal Crossing. They need it, man. They're definitely not a billion dollar company. Yes, I helped Nintendo's cause. Uh, And I'm... You helped the cause of Isabel. I haven't met her yet. what do you mean you haven't met her? She's uh, wait, is she not in the game where you are? No. Little little yellow shits. You know who Isabel is. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Jordan hates Isabel in in Super Smash Brothers. I forgot. Even though she's not that good, and she's kind of she's not that hard to play against. He has actual. <laughs> he has actual trauma. From Isabel. 
I can't rage on this podcast. Ask me if I know Isabella. <laughs> She's not in. No, I just got to the point where I I think when I load up the game today, because I haven't loaded it up today yet. Wow. I've been doing his other conquest. Like, oh, I've been, I don't know what that means. I really need to find out what happens on Jack Ryan. Ryan Jack. Okay. Tom oh, the Clint, Amazon show. Tom Clancy. Yeah, that. Anyway, uh, I just got it. I just figured out how to get my house. Uh, so, what do you think? I just want to say, what do you think? Really? Oh, no. Well, now that I've got past my Isabel trauma, that I just... He's actually crying. Like, it, yeah, man. That. Um, if you're listening to mm. this... I'm training, and I'm coming for you. Say that again? Oh, if you're listening to this, I'm training, <laughs> and I'm coming so, for you. We need an 80s montage, baby. <laughs> I break three GameCube controllers. There's just a pile of them by the door. <laughs> I really go to a town. A note on it, throw away, please. Yes, I go to town on those things. But no, I am enjoying the game. It is. I haven't done the podcast thing yet, where you load up a podcast. Oh, I didn't and, know what you were talking about. And listen to it. Uh, I have not got the only thing that is frustrating is I haven't got the mechanic of when you're shaking trees and you got your net and then a wasp nest come down. I can't ever oh, get the yeah that's difficult the, the actual like swipey swipe placement of it's, the of you're the referring thing. to catching the wasps. Yes, swipey. that's your your swipey swipey, swipey, swipey placement. placement. I did go to somebody. For all you non toddlers out there, yes, I did go to a, another. Uh, island that the game told me to go to. Those uh, the pelicans that fly the airplane. They're not pelicans. They're dodo birds. That yes, they are definitely doing some shady shit. He's like, we will not come back here. I will burn the flight plans. It's like <laughs> they blow up the island when they leave. It's like holy shit. Like this is some metal shit. I like how the dodos, but the name their names are Wil- Wilbur. And Orville, yeah, guys, like Orville Redenbacher, yeah, no, yeah, man, the Wilbur I, and Orville, right? Yes, the people. The, yes, there we go, Jordan. Voice. You must know this. Yes, I, yes, I know. Uh, First in flight, baby. That's right. We don't live in wherever that is. No, uh, that's yeah. The swipey swipey catch them all is the only thing that's really annoying to me. Uh, I I've, often know you're getting chased by wasps, just all the time. Four times now. I only passed out once, though. So, I did try to catch a scorpion, and it really fucked me up. <laughs> it was, oh man, it was not. I was like, oh, I'm gonna. Have you seen a tarantula? No, I did catch a bunch of stuff and gave it to Nookie, and he's gonna bring in old B Boy, little Blathers. Oh, Blathers. Oh, nice. You got the museum coming. Yep. I assume it'll show up today, I guess. I don't know. It um, usually, so, have you seen Blathers at all? No, no. Okay, I so I think how it works is he'll probably come today or tomorrow. You'll go talk to him. You, you'll give him some bugs, I think. And then the, ne- the next day, or maybe the day after that, the museum will be built. So the stuff I gave the to Tom Nook already isn't going to automatically... No, he goes go. to him, but he okay. might ask you for more. I'm not sure. I'm sure I can find him. Um, yeah. He might ask you for some fossils and fish as well. I still haven't figured out how to get the shovel. I need to get some more muns. I think... Well, you have to build it. I think i got to get the... the Probably. The DIY Better Tools bundle or whatever. It's pretty self-explanatory. You just have to play it. Yeah. And so. there's all kinds of forums online and, and guides if you do need help. I did use a... I typed in Island name generator when I was naming my island because I didn't know what to name it. 
and I didn't realize till after I picked the name that the website was literally made to generate. It was made for Animal Crossing to generate island names. What did you end up naming your island? Uh, to, to I'll have to I'll tweet it out or something. I can't remember. Like Tanuki or Tanuki or something. It's like Tana Ginnon or something like that. It's it, it's weird. Why? But it's whatever the random name generator told me to put. They took all. Yeah, but they told you to put some. Well, no, they, they they took all the names in Animal Crossing and then like all the animals and whatever and put them together. And then what? It, it came up with like an algorithm or whatever. It's just it's just what they. Wow, Jordan. Yeah. You're using an algorithm to make your island name. You got to use something from the heart to name your island, like something like Isle de Jefe. Well, you know, I guess I can just delete my ten-hour island and start over. I've I've seen a couple of videos on YouTube where. The titles are. What if I, you can change that? I don't actually care. Obviously. I delete my 400-hour island and start over. It's and like, then they don't actually do it. They're like, "LOL, I just bought another Switch." Yeah, pretty much. Thanks for clicking this video, idiot. I did watch a video where two brothers play on the same Switch, and it was kind of weird. What do you mean? Why is it? Why is it? Why, what was weird about it? One, the other brother. It was two. Like they're grown. They're grown-ass men. And they weren't think grown ass men can't play Animal Crossing. No, I'm fine with that. Yeah, it doesn't matter. Uh, from what I see, both of these people are relatively successful YouTubers, so I don't know why they can't afford another Switch. Maybe because maybe they want to play on the same island, baby. When maybe. I was growing up, me and my siblings played on the same island. Yeah, I think the biggest thing that threw me off is the guy goes into this house and he goes, This isn't any of my residents' house, I guess this is my brother's. Damn, he got a beanbag chair to sleep on? I got a cot. Like, what the fuck, man? He's like, I need a beanbag chair. And then he ended up like spinning all his bells on like a do-rag or something. So that's pretty awesome. It was pretty epic. It was cool. That's pretty that's, that's kinda lit. I'm yeah. not gonna lie. Yeah. You know, so I'm I haven't found a do-rag. What the hell? Exactly. I might go watch his second part because that's what I had on my one screen while I was playing on the other screen. It was kinda relaxing to I do that with games sometimes. I'll pull up like a playthrough and then play the game if I don't wholeheartedly have to pay attention. Actually, I really only do that with Minecraft. Like, I'll pull up, like, Minecraft. That's pretty epic. I do. It's pretty fun. No, that would be pretty epic ending this shit show. No, seriously, though. That, I think, is just about going to do it. Let's uh, wrap this thing up here and now. Of course, you can follow us at Twitter at Wanna Gaming. Is that right, Jordan? That's our Instagram. Damn our, it. Our Twitter is going to be Wanna Podcast. You can follow Ryan on Twitter at Ryan Divisions. You can follow me on Twitter at Swaylock. If you want to email the show, it's going to be one of the podcasts. really weird to me that I got multiple tweets about Insomniac because my name, I had the same name as someone who works at Insomniac, apparently. We should have just rolled So I got it. like, <laughs> I got multiple tweets like, yo man, Spider-Man is this or that. Thanks. I, I definitely made that game. That's kind of impressive that they typed in Ryan Smith, and you were like at the top. The, of the dude list. probably has hundreds of thousands, or more than me. Yeah, he has more than me. I know that. Yeah, so that, that he was has more than six or whatever. Yeah, that, that was very funny. Our email is going to be uh, like I was saying. I can't remember if I finished it or Bro, not. Went up me gaming at gmail dot com. No, <laughs> bitch, I'm awful. One up me podcast <laughs> at gmail.com. I don't know anything. The only thing that is one up me gaming is our Instagram. <laughs> Goodness. The reason it's called one up gaming is because we do do a podcast kind of 
although we are on hiatus, called one up me. More news on that if we ever do it again. Yep. Go uh go listen to that. We at Far Cry Six, and also we did do a a bonus episode update sort of thing. thing. I'm a jigger. Yeah, it's pretty much just promoting this show and telling you that we're burnt out with doing that other show because we enjoy doing this one more. I don't care about Quake. Amen. That sentence makes more sense if you've heard the that. I'm sure they'll go listen to it now, so they can have understand context clues. They'll figure it out. Uh, also. Yeah. Hopefully, you're listening to this, which means we figured out how to use this new technology and that everything with the mix and stuff is right. If things go up and down and levels are different, it's because we're still learning how to use this new fancy, kind of intimidating box. It's much more dials and do-whackers than the other one. The other one was very plug-and-play. I'm probably rambling on too much about this new box, but it is beautiful and majestic. The last thing I will interrupt Jordan about is make sure to subscribe to the podcast on whatever platform you please. iTunes, not Pandora, but we are hoping to get that done as soon as possible. Spotify, etc., etc. Share it with your friends. Share it with your family. Post it on Facebook, Twitter, Google Plus. Is that a thing anymore? It's dead. <laughs> Google Plus post is it dead. Post it on there anyway. Maybe the, post it on Reddit, share it wherever you cetera, want to share it, etc. Et Leave us a review and subscribe. Go on iTunes. You can do this in the Apple Podcast app. You can go in there, hey, these guys are really stupid. Five stars. That's right. As long as it has five stars, you can write whatever you want. Yes. Stay safe. No. You, no? Don't no. stay safe. Go out there. Actually, no. Never mind. Coronavirus. That's a thing still. Um, don't, don't cough in anyone's mouth.